Everybody, thank you for downloading this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. If you're a fan of the show, great news. There's a way for you to help us out and show your fandom. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Tell people what you love about the show, and that way they'll find it, they'll fall in love with it, and the more reviews we get, the closer we get to that magic number that will allow us to get wearable merch on a permanent basis for y'all. It Ooh, will happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you in advance. We're going to get you guys some wearable merch real soon. But in the meantime, please enjoy this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all best social media platform that's right don't worry everyone we got this podcast should have a theme song podcast should not have a theme song yes they should no they shouldn't they sound good yeah but people are just going to skip past it hmm you know what you're right we got this well it's come to this <laughs> you cho- you chose this. Did you choose this? Jennifer no, chose Jennifer this. No, Jennifer chose this. Jennifer chose so this. So here's what's happening right now. We are uh we are at uh at in the marina as they say down the old, here. That's what they say. The marina, yeah. Down in the marina. Uh and uh Hal's wife, Jennifer Kelly Lublin, um is uh is a fantastic headshot photographer and yes. has been for years. She, Portrait photographer, she does it all. Yeah, She's uh, great. She did my headshots for me years ago. Yes, uh, I have not needed them in a decade because <laughs> I was coasting on all the portraits that we got made at Thrilling Adventure Hour backstage uh, doing the show. Sure, and uh, my agents were like, "Hey, guess what, Bozo? Your hair's starting to gray. Why don't you uh, get some new headshots done?" <laughs> Um, so we just had a great time. Uh, I was down here and we were, we were shooting some headshots and I'm very excited to see them. And, uh, so when, when in the neighborhood, let's sit down and record an episode, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this episode terrifies me. Okay. Uh, you know, I have a, a very weird relationship with Facebook. Sure. And we're talking about, uh, the best, Social media platform. Assuming you did not, assuming you skipped the beginning, that is what we're discussing. This was uh, suggested by two people are getting the credit for this. Mm -hmm. I know many have come since, but we've been sitting on this topic for three years. Three years about. (laughs) Uh, Was there a reason that we hadn't done this topic yet? I know. I don't think so. We just kept finding other stuff that other shiny objects made us go, ooh, pretzels. Exactly. Uh, Joey Webb suggested Mm -hmm. this via email, as did Drew Clock. Drew, I do not remember what platform you suggested it on. I hope you're still listening to the show after all these years. If you stuck around, it pays (laughs) off. Uh, Congrats on your bat mitzvah. (laughs) We're really happy for you uh, getting into college. Really big deal for you, we know. Uh, We're going to use this joke every time we dig deep into the vault. Um, (laughs) Anyway, to Drew Clock the Fourth, we're so excited to finally get to this for your great-great-granddad, who is so proud of you in (laughs) heaven. So what what are we dealing with? I know I know one thing for a hundred percent certain. Yes. It is not LinkedIn. It's not. Let's, well, we're talking about social media platforms, right? So that's a social media platform, right? Yes. It is a social media platform. Or is that just a, that's just a spam emailer. It is a spam emailer. That plugs your friends' names into it. Well, it's, it's interesting how the idea of what a social media platform is has changed over time. Okay. I, I worked 
for many years in the social media space as an educator, mm-hmm. a consultant. I was a social media director for a company, so I've kind of watched it rise and fall. And there are certain platforms that have stuck around. I feel like all of those jobs, uh, if you told a time traveler <laughs> what you did, they'd be like, I don't know what any of that means. As they're burning me at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the greatest witch hunt in American history. Yeah. So it, it's, it, I've seen the landscape change mm-hmm. and there are certain sites that have stuck around for a very long time because they evolve. But the, the point of all of this, mm-hmm. the point of social media in the larger sense is to allow people to connect to one another and make larger disparate communities all one community. Right. And connect in meaningful ways. That's the hope. And now none of them hit the mark. The way – none of them like, 100% hit their mark, right. I don't think. Um, but they all – many of them st- uh, strive for it and strive to be better. I mean Facebook has these commercials out now that are basically Mark Zuckerberg's uh, robot apology. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, hey, you remember why you got on Facebook in the first place? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I kind of remember why I left too about seven or eight years ago. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the – what are the big ones that we're going to be dealing with? Or do you want to go – would it be easier to take the big ones and look at them individually or would it be easier to go chronologically starting with – because you mentioned that there are a lot that have been around for a while. Would you consider – I mean would you consider things that are a one-way – information channel like Tumblr? That's not social media. Sure it is. is sure it is. It's a blogging platform. Okay. I even though it's so, even though even, social media, even can, though it's one way, even though the communication is one direction, it's because uh, this well, is what happened in our um. In oh, have we dropped that episode yet? The Richter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that went out a couple. That went out like a month ago. Great. Um, <laughs> I never know when we no. bank them and, and sure, and sure, okay. sure, sure. I handle uh, all but that but that was that was the what ultimately led to computers winning over television was that it the was internet, two-way. yeah, it, well, yeah, the internet. It, it was two way communication. Yes. Um, which I would argue that whatever comes out on top is probably going to be more of a two-way communication than uh, a blog site like WordPress or Tumblr or um, – not to say that those are bad, but they're, they're, they're both great. Well, I mean the, the, there are platforms that are meant to be one-to-one connection. Mm-hmm. There are platforms that are meant to be one-to-many. Mm-hmm. Some blend that. You know, Facebook, you can go communicate to an, uh, an individual person on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. You can, but it's public so other people can see it. And mm-hmm. you can also blast something out that's meant for everybody. Mm-hmm. I would say Instagram is a lot more about reaching out and or communicating or sharing with a larger audience with the ability of having feedback. Blogs are like that too. They have mm-hmm. comments. Uh, Tumblr has reblogging and you can share comments on that. And okay, send so messages. there is in some, there is some way to do a two way street. Yes, there is a two way street on, on each of these right. platforms. Even something like Yelp is kind of a social media platform. Ugh. It's just, yeah, but it's, it's so, it's a social media platform with a weird overlord that decides <laughs> which restaurants in your town are going to get cool. Well, you know the Yelp system, right? You know, like what yeah, you're supposed you can, to do. What? You look for the place that has the most reviews. Yeah. That, oh, that's what I always reviews. do. Yeah. I think I, maybe I learned that from you. Yeah. I look for the I'm place sure. that has the most. Right. Uh, and if it's like a three or four star, it's like, oh, go to the, it's popular for a reason. And if, and look at whatever dish people say. Oh, you go for this. This is the reason to go. I go for this. Have you ever been disappointed by by that system? I have not. Never. No. What's your cutoff? Is it three? Anything below three stars, you're not going to go? Um, 
Because at a certain point, yeah. like, you're expecting – once you get below three stars, you're like, maybe a Band-Aid will be in this dish. Yeah. The thing it's is, possible. I've uh, – I never really come across those as much because when I'm using Yelp, I'm usually either in New York or Los Angeles or a big city that has a bajillion restaurants. So if you – if you're like, I'm going to get sushi tonight yeah. – um, I wonder what's, what's good sushi in this neighborhood. Then you go find a neighborhood and you, uh, you see all the sushi bars. I'm not going to go to the one that's got 80 reviews and two stars. Right. I'm going to go to the one that's got 4,000 reviews and four stars. Yeah. Or I'm going to try to go there. Sure. And then I'm going to get real frustrated when I get there and I'm like, can I get a table? And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no, you can't get a table. Did you see? There are 4,000 people <laughs> who have told the world to come eat here. You don't just get a table. You, you know what I'd like to do? What? How I want to do this? Because I feel like there are probably five or six finalists here. Uh-huh. I kind of want to go through the graveyard uh-huh. of sites that don't exist anymore. <laughs> okay. And then and then we can talk about the ones that do. I feel like finding a winner is going to be a lot easier. Yeah. I think it's a well, lot. There's really – I mean it's going to come down to <clears throat> Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, MySpace, Friendster. Well, no, those are those are in the graveyard, not in my heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in our in also, our I hearts. can't find the URL though. Yeah, of course. Um, here's a, here's another game we could kind of play. YouTube is with also this. social media. That's true. I love as social media. I love YouTube. Yeah, um, because it's the only social media platform that if I get tired of it, I can just be like, nope, now I'm going to watch HGTV for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we're going through the graveyard, uh, let's play a game. Okay. Uh, you name the thing, and I tell you what, because you've worked in this field. Yes. I tell you what I think it might be. Okay. And I'm going to be wrong most of the time. I'll start. I'll give a couple of obscure ones, and then we'll get along to the big ones, and then we'll get out of this. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with Plurk. What do you <laughs> think Plurk did, Mark? Plurk? Plurk. Um, I'm P-L-U-R-K. P-L-U-R-K. Yeah. Well, it's got combinations of other words in it, like pure and luck. Sure. So I'm going to say that it was a social media platform uh, where you could play poker. <laughs> I forgot all the online poker sites. I don't know. That's that, Those are garbage. No, it was not an online uh, gambling site. Uh, okay. Let's see. Plurk. Do you want, do you want another? I'll give you one more guess all and right. then I'll reveal. All right. Um, Plurk is for, uh, oh, you know what? I bet it's, it's a, it's a social media platform for plucky library kids. <laughs> That's it. They solve right? mysteries. It's just all, uh, encyclopedias brown yeah. and, uh, and, uh, Harriet's the spy. And they're helped by the ghosts of the books that they read. Ooh, I love this. Yeah. What is Plurk? Plurk was a microblogging website. Similar, okay. it was a, uh, a precursor to Twitter, as was mm-hmm. another site called Identica. Uh, is I that what Plurk Twitter is called? Is microblogging? It's microblogging because you can only write a, a limited amount, a, a limited amount of, of, of text. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was originally 140, now it's 280. Right. Mm-mm. But you're, you're broadcasting. Hashtag not my 280. <laughs> But it's very helpful. I do. I do always stuff. try to when I'm on Twitter. I try to get that little wheel that tells you how many things you have left. Yeah. I try to only get it to go halfway. You know what that? You know what that was called when you could write a perfect 140 character t- uh, tweet? What? It was called a twoosh. 
like a whoosh, a uh, swoosh in basketball. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, but the the thing about uh, Plurk was it put everything on a timeline, mm-hmm. like those timelines where you could see like when uh, different people, different historical events happened. That was how it laid Ooh. out your information, which I really liked. But it was complete garbage for interacting with people and yeah. difficult to read. Also, uh, Gone. I really hate that Twitter and Instagram have switched away from straight timeline. Yes, that that happened what a year or two ago. Yeah, and it was like oh. Oh, so you're just going to now decide for me what I'm interested in? Sure. Why don't you just give me a timeline of everyone that I follow? Love, Grandpa. (laughs) By the way, uh, there are, like, Grandpa Factor is going to be crazy when grandpas are saying stuff like, back in my day, when we tweeted on Twitter, it was in a timeline. You're like, like the idea of a social media curmudgeon is pretty fun. They're and not like, one who's a curmud- curmudgeon because they don't like social media. There's a lot of those. <laughs> Get your face out of your phone, kid. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing an 80-year-old with an Oculus Rift on. <laughs> this was cutting edge in my day. Yeah. I mean, I love VR. It is so real to they, us. They tried to make VR happen again. <laughs> It's cyclical, comes about every 20 years or so. Someone goes, ooh, you know what would be neat is virtual reality. And then they realize that no one cares. <laughs> they put the headset on and everyone looks like they're from the money for nothing video. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, no matter how weird your outfits are. I don't know. I could see some weird outfits in that VR space. Ooh, what was your favorite one? My favorite weird VR outfit? Yeah. Uh, the boxy one with the dots. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Sure. Did you ever see the boxy one without the dots? Oh, gosh, what am I, am I made of money? I couldn't afford that fancy Ooh, system. That was premium, it's oh, true. Mine was all pixely. Ridiculous. Uh, all right, let's move on to to some of the he- well. One Wait, more. No, 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 you got you got to have more than that. Then on Plark, I'll yeah. give you one more obscure one, and then we'll talk about some of the. All right. Uh, another one. We'll give you two more obscure ones. All right. And then I have a couple for you. Great. Uh, Plaxo. Plaxo. Do you remember Plaxo? Uh, Plaxo was the social media site for dentists. No. Plaxo was the social media site. For trophy engravers. One more. Plaxo is the name that Thanos calls the pinky of his gauntlet. That one might be true. (laughs) Plaxo was the precursor to LinkedIn. It wanted to be your online Rolodex. It really only existed to put your contacts in the cloud and tell you when people's birthdays were. And you would like get there. You would like trade cards with people. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they tried to do more stuff. They didn't do it well. They're gone. I think they were bought by Yahoo. They were either bought right. by somebody or they just disappeared. That seems to be what happens all the time is yeah. a thing comes up that uses a certain technology to make it happen. And then one of the big guns is like, that's really cool. And either figures out their version of it and runs that other little guy out of business or just buys the little guy. Yeah. Uh, now, here's the greatest social media network ever that I thought was going to be. I was convinced in like 2011. Okay. That this was the future. And I think it's still moving in that direction. Okay. I, I believe that the future is in shared, shared media experience, meaning. Wait, what are you talking about? Rabbit? No. Is rabbit where we watch videos together? Yes. This is a precursor to that called turntable.fm. 
you would go into different rooms that had labels for the type mm-hmm. of music that they were. And you could start your own and invite people into it. Mm-hmm. You'd have your own avatar and stuff. And the more, more cred you earned from people, the more you could like customize and have like. So you'd uh, all be listening to the same music at the same time. Is so that you would have turntables, four of them. Mm-hmm. And, and if you were at a turntable, you got to queue up a song. They had an extensive library of MP3s or you could bring in your own. And you would go one at a time and play music for everybody. So anybody who's That's in fun. the room, like you can that. DJ or you can listen. And it was so much fun. And it was that you could chat with people and we, mm-hmm. we would like set up a room with friends where you, you would pick a song and then somebody else had to come up with something that associated Ooh, with that. I love somehow. that where you like use a word from the title. Yes. Like, okay guys, today we're only doing songs about the moon. Right. Yeah. 100%. I love that. That was a really great experience that um, just wasn't sustainable. Is Rabbit still around? I hope Rabbit is still around and Maybe. I hope it, that they've taken care of it. Like, cause it could get a little glitchy sometimes. It wasn't always perfect. Um, that said, for those who don't know Rabbit, Rabbit is when, um, Juliana and I were together and living across the country from one another, we would, uh, we like to watch movies together. Right. And Rabbit is basically Skype, but with uh, a third window that had either Hulu or Netflix or a web browser or something on it. And you could just, we would sit and watch movies together and we would have little, uh, videos of each other, uh, live, uh, you know, and so we could talk during a movie. I love it. Um, which is great. That one was so much fun. Uh, I, I haven't had cause to use it in a while, so I haven't really checked to see if it's still around, but right. I hope that it is. Rabbit was a great one. I, there is something similar to that. If it wasn't Rabbit, when we mm-hmm. did our best Mel Brooks, uh, movie episode with Travis, mm-hmm. a bunch of people of the world got together online. I remember this. They organized a viewing of some. Mm-hmm. Uh, of some Mel Brooks stuff. I, I joined in for a little bit of like Young Frankenstein. So did I. A little bit of Blazing yeah. Saddles. I remember jumping into that. It, it wasn't Rabbit. It was something like that. Though. Yeah. But that, the yeah, spirit that was of really that fun. lives on. I so, love that. Uh, that, that's my, that, but for me personally, that may be my favorite way to deal with social media. Right. Is like, let's all do, I'm a big fan of activities. Sure. Back in the day, um, there was, uh, did you ever play the game, um, uh, uh, acrophobia. Yes. I love that. Acrophobia, the fear of acronyms. Yes. It was basically, uh, yeah, you would come up, you'd, you'd get, they'd give you an, uh, three letters and you'd come up with, uh, with the acronym or three or four or five and what the acronym was for. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, it was a group chat. Like there were a lot of those great group games, uh, a while ago. Do those still happen? Yeah, I mean, there's the, the, you don't know Jack, like the Jackbox games. Oh, Quiplash. And They're so great. Drawful. Yeah. All of those. But are I feel like those are more like party games that just happen to use the internet to connect people who are already in a physical room together. They can, or you can take the game and stream it via Twitch, which is another now like popular would you social call media twitch a social media i think platform. it's a social media platform yeah. i would say it is you can stream it and then play with people around the country mm-hmm. and jennifer and i have done that with jackbox games i didn't know at the time how to i hadn't hooked it up properly so i just gave people like here's where you come to play and then you know the phone experience is limited but mm-hmm. if had i streamed it then everybody could have played along together, and right. that would have been a lot more. I should do that sometime. I should do that and have everybody stream play. a game of Quiplash. Yeah, I love Quiplash. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, 
Yeah, so that's a that's a great use of uh, social media. Are there any more of the? Uh, well, I mean, look, if we're going to talk about the graveyard, right? We have to talk about Friendster and MySpace. Sure. Did, did you have some obscure ones though before we talk about them? Oh no, I was just I was lying. I was just going to make some up. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I still can. Do you remember Gunch? <laughs> <laughs> Could you uh, remind me what that was again? That was uh, a social media platform that could only be reached by looking at Mr. Munch's keyboard uh, of the Rock of Fire Explosion band that was playing on stage at Chuck E. Cheese. Mr. Munch! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, does that mean uh, that you were also – did you also have an account on Grits, which was Mitzi Mozzarella's dating site? Oh, I just bought my mom tickets to a play called Grits, Girls Raised in the South. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's uh, the nonsense of Southern girls. Exactly. It's playing at the Abbeville Opera House. Shout out to the Abbeville Opera House. Yes, That's one of my out. favorite things to do is – and my mom loves it – is for – I hope she loves it or she's lying to me um, – for uh, – <laughs> there's a really good community theater uh, down the street from where she lives, uh, one town over it with a beautiful old opera house. Right. And uh, for like Mother's Day and her birthday, I always love to get her tickets to whatever that theater is playing. She went to go see Harvey there and couldn't stop talking about it. Oh. Yeah. So it's fun to like – you know what? You live in the sm- a small town in the middle of nowhere in South Carolina. Like, yeah, you got a theater down the street that I can support and get my mom a gift? Heck yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. I love I'm just it. buzz marketing uh, the Abbeville Opera House this right is now. That's what this episode is really about. Yeah. Um, Brought to no, you by our new sponsor, the Abbeville Opera House. Yeah, which had its own social media platform called Abs, but it had two Zs <laughs> and then uh, a little uh, two up in the corner, like a, a to an exponent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not yeah. sure how many Z's that it thought it had. It's very tough to type that into yeah. a browser. That was probably <laughs> the biggest issue. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Friendster. I don't remember Friendster at all. I just remember that it was first. I do remember Friendster. I, remember- I, I, I remember MySpace. I don't think I ever even joined Friendster. I may have at the very end and then been like, oh, why don't I just join MySpace? When Jennifer and I were first dating. We were we were friends on Friendster. I wow, this is her so this has been a while that you guys. Uh, it's possible I got her onto it, or she. Mazel tov on your long lasting relationship. Thank you. Yeah, we our relationship lasted longer than Friendster. <laughs> Although Friendster is now like a Korean gaming site, like it was bought oh, by a Korean company and turned into a gaming site. So it, but it still has the name. It, I I don't know. I don't know if it's kept the name or not. But it's it's certainly not the site that it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I met Ben Acker, mm-hmm. I connected with him on Friendster and that he realized that we went to college together mm-hmm. and knew people in common. So that was like the way we first figured out we knew one another, which was one of the exciting, it still remains one of the exciting things about Facebook. Yes. And so if not when for you social like media, mutual, mutual friends are like, Oh, cool. Exactly. If, yeah. if Friendster had not existed, there would have been, uh, it would have taken a lot longer for us to get to know one another or realize mm-hmm. we had things in common. So there, that, that is sort of the miracle. So let's assume that without that happening, we never would have become friends. Mm-hmm. I would not be married to Jennifer. Yeah. I would not, uh, have been in the thrilling adventure hour. So you have Friendster. Yes. To thank. Yes. For everything. Thank you, Friendster. Wow. I don't mean everything. There's more to your life than um, than those yeah. two things. <laughs> but it was early and it was a cleaner interface. It was very mm-hmm. basic. And then MySpace showed up. Then, yeah. And you could add 
Uh, you could make you could make your MySpace page oh, look like a 1993 GeoCities website. Yeah, by having blinky lights and MIDI music playing. Do you ever wonder what it would look like if the people behind Cool World had the shakes while they were drawing it? <laughs> Come to MySpace.com and make that your background. Except when you scroll, it stays it stays static, <laughs> so you're constantly lost. Hey, did you think that a candy wrapper could do drugs? <laughs> That's what your MySpace page looks like. This is a this is a good reminder. <laughs> That not everybody is a graphic designer or has any right. design or visual sense. But you could express yourself. You could express yourself. However you like. In terrible, terrible, sparkly ways. Yeah. And then MySpace had like the top eight and then the top 16. So it was like, are you in somebody's top eight or top four? Yeah, then top eight. Then that's top a weird thing about all of this. All of these uh, things is like somehow they managed to squeeze some mean girls in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like it, the idea of like, am I in somebody? If you're for the right people, like you don't mm. want to be in everybody's top eight, no. or top four, or whatever. Yeah. But like, if you're dating somebody, you better be in their top they, eight. You better be position one. Wait, were they ranked in the top eight? Well, you put them in order, left to right, because they were four pictures: one, two, three, four, and then uh. one, two, three, four underneath. So it was like, all right, well, I have to have these these people. Need a spot. See, I don't like the, I don't like anything that quantifies like that. Well, then you must hate all social media because the quantity is. That's important. why, that's why, and we'll, we'll, I'll talk about it when we get to Facebook. That's why I get so, so much anxiety around Facebook. Yeah. But MySpace just became un, it was just untenable. And, and it, and it, but it led to Facebook and the beauty of the original design at Facebook being just clean. And not yes. customizable. And so everyone was getting this beautiful, stark, clean experience uh, where you weren't getting bogged down in other baloney. That was what I think ultimately brought MySpace down was the, the that Facebook yeah. came along and and then just cleaned everything up. It made it more if, – if MySpace was the middle school version, then Facebook was literally the college version. Yeah. It's interesting. It's always interesting to see a new platform pop up and see people play around mm. on it. Like the early days of being on Facebook. I think Facebook got open to the public out of college, people who were not in college, I think in 2006 mm -hmm. or 2007. I just remember when we were on the road with, uh, with National Lampoon Lemmings in 2008. Right. Uh, on the road playing colleges. We played at, um, at University of Maryland. Right. And after our show, uh, some students walked by and they're like, Hey, that was a really great show. And, uh, Jen Kane, who was in the cast said, uh, Oh, wow. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming. Um, Hey, you should check out our MySpace page. And this group of, uh, students was like, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I've never seen, uh, I've never seen a group of people who thought they were cool. Us. Immediately go, oh, we have just been put in our place. <laughs> exactly. In our very uncool place. It's a showy of, hey, you want to drive around in my gremlin? Yeah. And then my, and then MySpace got cool again after that, right? That was the deal. Like MySpace became a music site. They really started focusing briefly. Not um, cool. They still are. I think they are a, a music are. website now because so, that, that was really where it went anyway for musicians. That was a good place. It was place great to, for musicians, but it was too crowded. Yeah. Facebook at least. Delineated between, like, this is about people connecting with people. You can mm -hmm. have a page 
for your business. You know, if mm-hmm. a business tried to create a personal profile, it was it was like you were having a conversation with people and then a robot came up like, I'm Remax. I want yeah. to be your friend. Do you like Holmes? <laughs> so well, I do like Holmes, Remax. Come with me. Where are we going? What's this hot air balloon? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 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 he's get outing me. <laughs> you got get outed. Um, Sorry. <laughs> oh, took uh, off to space. I was of an age when Facebook began mm-hmm. that, and they, I think they touched on this in the social network, which is one of my all time favorite movies. Um, that the reason that Facebook was so, uh, useful to a guy in his twenties, a straight guy in Los Angeles in his twenties, uh, single, uh, at the, when, when I was, um, it was that relationship status. Sure. Because you couldn't leave it blank. Right. That was a, that was a thing about Facebook back in the days. You could not leave that blank. So you, if you were whatever point in dating someone you were, right. Whether it was, it's complicated or in a relationship with or married to or single or whatever, you had to quantify that status. <laughs> uh, and that to me, I'm not going to lie, came in very handy. I'm sure. I'm sure it did. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Uh, what? No, I'm just remembering the early days of Facebook where they had those games that you would play. This before like Candy Crush. No, before Farmville. They had like werewolves and uh, vampires. Something like that where you, where you would have like your werewolf thought. I remember Paul mm-hmm. F. Tompkins. Mm-hmm. For some reason, played that game a lot. I think, I think the idea might, if I'm remembering this right, is you wanted to try to beat it <laughs> to see if it had an end, uh-huh. which it didn't. Eventually it just went away, but it was like z- zombies and versus werewolves. I don't remember or these at all. And it, it was very simple game made almost no sense, but you just sort of got pulled into it because mm-hmm. it was new. Now, if you see a game and then you went through the era where you got game requests all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are some people who, allow those and keep going because that was the sort of capital inside of a game. You want to go further, invite 10 of your friends and then they're, they're trying to build their, their member base up, uh, assumingly, assumingly so they can get bought. So all of a sudden everybody's playing Zynga poker. (laughs) I don't understand these things. And this, this to me is, um, this is when, I sort of stopped with Facebook was several years ago. It just became there. It became so much. Right. And, and I would get behind and I, I have a problem with procrastination in general. Okay. Um, I would get behind on Facebook and I would feel like I needed to catch up. Right. And, and this is, I'll tell you exactly how, I don't think I've ever said this out loud. This is how, uh, my spiral with Facebook happened. Um, I started to get a little behind and I would get a couple of friend requests right. and they would be sitting in my friend requests folder. And I would, uh, but I didn't want to just like go on and just click yes, yes, yes to people. Cause there were, cause you know, we were doing shows and there were, uh, there were different levels of it at this. I have not, this is how long it's been. Really, I've not been on Facebook, um, really since they introduced more than 
just friend because there's like friend and then you can have acquaintances or people can Cam? view or whatever this like it's thing is who can it's see who can what? see what that's right, the thing yeah right, right right um and and that whole idea of quantifying friends to me seems distasteful so i didn't want to have to sit down and say this person is this to me this person is this to me so i just kind of went ah and i just kind of let it sit for a while now what happened after that Right. Is that I would get a couple more friend requests coming in. And then I would want to interact with things that I saw. I would, I, I would go to like my main page, uh, and I would scroll through the feed and see what was going on with people. But I never really engaged in it because I had never gone through taking the time to go through and see what all of the privacy settings and all of this who can see what stuff was. So I'm working under the assumption that everyone can see everything I am doing on Facebook. And if someone who had sent me a friend request saw that I had been active and or someone had sent me a message or someone had asked me a thing or or wanted to communicate in some way, and then they would see that I'd been active but hadn't gotten around to their thing or their – their conversation or request or or, uh, whatever it was, then I felt like I was – I was being uh, unkind to my friends. Right. So what happened was I just stopped. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just not. And every once in a while, I will look on and see what's happening. But like I still to this day, I haven't gone back in and I'm terrified to go on and like click things. And I'm I'm terrified now to go and. Just hit fr- – people who are very good friends of mine right. that I've met in the last like seven years, my sister-in-law. I haven't accepted my sister-in-law's <laughs> friend request um, because uh, – God, more than, maybe more than seven years because like I, if it pops up on my feed that Mark Agliardi is now friends with Paul Freeman, who's been one of my dear friends for a while now, then someone else will say, well, they didn't do my thing and they had – you know what I mean? Like – so I, it popped up the other day. The, the new version, uh, or the newest update tells you how many of each thing that you have. And be like, you have 19 notifications of this kind. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to have to take a weekend and do this because over the years I have, not, and, and this isn't bragging. I'm not trying to no, sound braggy. I, I'm trying to, I, let me see if I can guess how many, how many friend requests that I have that have been sitting in there for a while. 1500. No, not that popular. 585. That's a lot. That's a lot. I think it's, uh, I, first of all, I understand where you're coming from. What it feels like, what it feels like to me, to give an analogy, yeah. is it feels like I got off of a freeway. Mm-hmm. And then while, while I was off of that freeway, that freeway built 20 brand new lanes and cars can now go 500 miles an hour. And I don't feel like I know, I don't feel like my car can get back on that freeway. I, I think it can. I, I understand you're feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I think you you could get on that highway if you wanted to. It's not moving that fast. If somebody's not your friend yet, mm-hmm. there's no way they'd be able to see what you did. You can you can oh, very really? easily. I'll tell you how I have mine set up. Okay, it's basically friends only can see uh-huh. everything because that's the thing. Like I like and and and, and look the people of the world. I mm-hmm. love the people of the world. Right. You guys are, are wonderful and thank you and you're amazing and this, it's great that we have this show. Um, but there are buddies of mine that I have in town that I'd love to see like 
you know, other kids having a party. Uh, it's their, right. or, uh, you know, this guy, uh, oh, it's his grandma's 90th birthday. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff I like. But I, 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 I ah, man, it freaks me out the whole thing. I'm 99% sure you could go engage in the Facebook group mm-hmm. for, for We Got This, which is, Really, when I'm on, that's where I spend the majority of my time. I go there yeah. and check it out. And I've, see. I, you know what's funny? But it's closed, to the, to it's the, a closed group that, so that I can can't dig. see it. All right. I can get in there. So you, people of the, want. people of the world that are listening. Yeah. Um, you, don't be alarmed if you see me start popping up in there. And every time I do, it's always the same thing, which I've popped up in there before once when we really needed to. Yes. Um, and then today, because I, uh, wanted to like the, uh, pretzel pull that was happening. <laughs> um, but of course I always get the same thing every time. It's like, oh my God, Mark's online. They're excited because you've cultivated a personality that, that is, I've, people never, ex- people don't expect you to be online. Right. And now at least they What have seems a- like maybe I'm trying to create an air of mystery. No, it's total fear. <laughs> total there's, fear. There's nothing to be afraid of. Okay. First of all, if somebody is offended by something like that, that is on them, not you. No, oh, come on, man. But also, but my whole life, that's not been a. I, I would spend some time check your privacy settings, see who can yeah, see. Yeah, that's what. what I should do. First. I like to keep it to just friends, and then I allow, I think, friends of friends to send requests. Mm-hmm. But I try to, I try to adhere to this. I don't always do it perfectly, but I try to. If I've met you in person. That's like the minimum, bare minimum for accepting a friend request. It doesn't doesn't always happen that way. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of ways to interact with me without being my friend, like online. It feels like – but I want – that's the thing. I don't want to not be people's friend. You know what I mean? I don't consider myself less of anybody's – you know, people who I know personally and spend time with, I'm connected to there. Right. People who – enjoy what I do and we've had a good conversation and want to keep talking with me. Mm-hmm. There's Twitter. There's the Facebook group. There are a lot yeah. of ways to – I'm happy to have a conversation. But also when I go on Facebook to look around, I similar to you, I want to see what's going on with yeah. friends of mine. It allows me to keep I love seeing like friends of mine. Yeah, that, I want to see the pictures from high school on yeah, a throwback Thursday. Exactly. When you're like, hey, here's uh, – here. remember when we did Into the Woods in high school? You know what I mean? Right. Totally. 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 I love stuff now, like that happening. So that's why I've uh, – now, there are two that I've actually kept up with. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to get totally away from – since we've been talking about Facebook, I don't want to get too far away from that. Right. Um. Well, this one's now owned by Facebook, Um. is Instagram. Right. That, to me, I've kept up with Instagram, and I try to keep up with Twitter, Um. but – Instagram is my favorite out of all of the social media platforms because it's fast. It's right. exactly what I want. I, if there's something that I don't like, I mute it. The ads are real easy to scroll past. It's real obvious what's an ad and what's not. People aren't posting hate speech and article and links to other. You can't really even add links. I think you can maybe, but it's R- sort only of only in your bio and let, or yeah. if you're like a brand, you have to reach a certain status to, right. to even in able- stories. You can't do swipe mm-hmm. up unless you have. I think it's maybe 10,000 followers, something right. like that. And I'm stories sure. is fun. Like, is Snapchat still around or is? Yeah, Snapchat Snapchat's, is. But, sto- but Facebook strong. or Instagram stories is basically the same thing as Snapchat, right? So I think Instagram For the stories part. is trying to copy what Snapchat right. does, as does Facebook now. Of course. Um, but yeah, for me, 
it is Instagram is my favorite because I, that is it, it's exactly what I want. It's scrolling through pictures of my buddies and what they're up to. Like if you don't follow Cecil Baldwin on Instagram, sure, um, follow him because that show tours all around the world. You and I've done small. You've done a lot more than I have legs yeah, yeah. of the tour, sure. Uh, but they're constantly in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's great to see Cecil like bouncing around Europe and and I follow things that I'm not uh, that I'm interested in. But that aren't like personal to me. Like I follow National Geographic because their photos are amazing. Right. And I follow, uh, you know, and, and then people that you know peripherally. That's sort of to me, it, Instagram to me feels like the best version of people that I know only digitally or people that I know in real life. I can still follow and see like, oh, check it out. They're uh, doing this now or this is happening and. Right. And people, right, right. uh, will pitch shows on there. I know, uh, that's a really easy way for performers to get the word out of musicians, actors, comedians to get the word out about a show. If you want to know, if you want to know what time a show is, just go to that person's Instagram feed. Chances are they posted a, a thing that's got, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that to me, Instagram feels, Instagram to me feels like what I want Facebook to be. I, I like Instagram. I like looking at what other people do. Jennifer obviously uses it a lot because she's a photographer, mm-hmm. and that's sort of the medium that she works her, in. Uh, her recreating paintings things is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good, and it's like great to see her put it out there and get mm-hmm. feedback on it. Like That's invaluable mm-hmm. uh, as an artist. For me as as a person, I like looking at other people's stuff, but it's very hard for me to remember – because I I've never been somebody who took a ton of pictures. I have barely any pictures of me or stuff that I did in college. Yeah. For 4 years, <laughs> like one one of those years I took pictures and that that was it. So that it doesn't connect with me the same way. I like looking at other mm-hmm. people's stuff. I love Busy's story. Busy's oh, yeah. the queen of Instagram, but I also like seeing all my friends Cecil's is great. I enjoy yours. I enjoy the Night Vale uh which Symphony Sanders and her personal one. I like mm-hmm. there are a lot of great uh, Instagram accounts out there to follow and, and enjoy. But it's, it's also s- almost so mindless. I watch people scroll through and they're just like, scroll, tap, tap, give it a heart, scroll, tap, tap, give it a heart. It takes almost no thought What's your, to engage with. What is, that's true. So it's minimal. Me, I see. I like to, I like to post, you know, jokey comments on people's sure. pictures. And what, uh, what is your thought on liking a picture? If I like the picture, I, I click like. Okay. Or if I want to support the person, I click like. Great. But it's the softest. You know, there are different levels of touch mm-hmm. that you can have digitally. That is the softest possible right. touch. Um, I ask because my mother likes everything on Instagram. <laughs> Literally everything that scrolls through her feed so no one feels bad. <laughs> and I'm like, but aren't you just diluting? But then again, it goes back to when we were talking about Uber, like – I'm like, well, I save my five stars and both of you right. guys, you and Mindy both freaked out on me. I'm like, what are you doing? No. Yeah. Everybody gets five stars. I know. And, that, and now since we did that episode and uh, everybody gets five stars yeah. unless something bad happened. And I, you know, I, uh, I, I, I like a lot of uh, pictures that I sure. see scrolling through there. And um, it's nice to see friends. Like it feels good to get likes. It does feel. It, it feels good. great. Yeah, it's a little endorphin rush as every mindless, time you get a like. As mindless as it is on one side, if I mm-hmm. post something and it gets like two hundred likes or two hundred, it's really great. Likes, it feels I'm good. like oh, I guess I'm doing. I guess this was a good thing to post. Mm-hmm. But does that get you away from? 
Are you just sort of seeking the endorphin rush of the feedback or are you posting yeah. like, this is what's interesting to me? Cause I'll post stuff like similar to you, like here's a jokey thing and then I'll post like it. Like I, I post, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I posted and, and the insecure part of me takes over. I'm like, boy, I hope this gets a lot of likes. Sure. Because everybody does. That's then, the game. Everybody yeah, does. Was this a failure if it doesn't get right? It's Twitter's the same way. Twitter if you write is a joke on Twitter, it's the same thing. Um, but it feels more disposable because that timeline goes so fast. I feel like the same. I feel like I see the same photos over and over again on Instagram when I go back because not everybody posts. It takes a it takes a little more effort to put a picture because you, then you're thinking about is the composition right? Which mm-hmm. filter do oh, I that's, use? I love doing that, playing with all of that stuff. Twitter that's is just I like you vomited out. I wish that it was still a timeline. I wish that Instagram and Twitter were still because. I, as a completist, that's one thing I used to love to do was you, your timeline opens up and you scroll all the way through and you look at all the pictures until you get to one that you've seen. Yeah. And then you know you're done. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, and it was the same way with Twitter. You would see a new tweet and you would scroll down your tweets. And I feel like stuff just gets lost all the time now. It does. The signal to noise ratio is very high. And that's why one of the things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. You and I offline mm-hmm. is me constantly begging you to promote and right. you not wanting to overstuff people or make them feel like they're being sold to. Am I, am I being accurate? Absolutely. However, if you put out one tweet mm-hmm. in a week, then a very small number of people will see that. If you put it out, if you put out different versions of it over a couple of days, You'll see a larger slice of that pie. Mm-hmm. Like I don't find it annoying when people do that. And I try to mix in like here's the fun, jokey stuff. And sure. Also- I follow a lot of stand-up comedians. Yeah. And so often it's like, what's up, Atlanta? This weekend I'm playing three shows. Um, so yeah, I is this all one elaborate intervention for you to be like, will you tweet more? That's why I had Jennifer pick this, yes. <laughs> no, I for for anything, that's the that's the struggle right now. It used to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. To get people to see your show on MySpace or Facebook right. or Twitter. Now it's a lot harder because the chances of people seeing it has diminished. Mm-hmm. So you have to hammer the message with some regularity over a number of different places or else you don't get the result. And this, this is the tool that we have as performers and podcasters outside of this that people listen to, to reach new people and engage. Right. And, you know, that's my, I love. I love mixing it up with people. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love doing it in the We Got This account. I like doing it in the Facebook group, on yeah. Twitter. Those are I, – I like the more conversational ones and the the comments on Instagram feel a little bit more tacked on. So that's why for me it wouldn't – it right. wouldn't even be – it would be a top five. I don't, I don't know that it would be a top three. Which I'm, I'm not sure. If I were picking the top oh, three. Oh, Instagram's, Instagram's my number one. Right. It's your um, number one. Because it's also for me – I like as a – I hate using some of these phrases, but I have to. As a content creator. Right. Um, Like one of the things I love about Instagram is just – I like – there are people who like taking pictures of themselves and they get satisfaction and uh, and get that – a real endorphin rush, especially if they – and they're uh, – you know, they're people who are – and I love seeing them. That's the thing. Like right. these are buddies of mine. I love seeing them. Mm-hmm. Mine, that's not what I do mostly. Yeah. Most of mine is whatever – things that I'm looking at that I think are funny. Yeah. Um, And so that's – as a user, as a 
as I guess I would say as a consumer and a producer, as a consumer of Instagram, I love it because I just scroll through and see everything that's going on with my buddies and a picture's worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as a producer, I love it because I can go, Oh, that license plate is ridiculous. Or (laughs) look, it's a two foot gummy worm that doesn't look like a gummy worm. Um, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so that's the kind of stuff that I love. Yeah. Um, should we take a break and then come back and talk about uh talk about the <laughs> the devil himself Twitter? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hey, what's up everybody? I know normally you'd be hearing from other Max Fun shows, but I have one more important message for you about this one. We're coming back to Philadelphia as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. We're super excited about it. We've got two shows going on at the Philadelphia Improv Theater. That's Fit Theater, P H I T. Pretty hot improv tempting. Could stand for that too. Anyway, we have a show at 5 p.m. and a show at 8 p.m. The 8 p.m. you can get VIP tickets and do a meet and greet, get something signed by us. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we want you there. If you're in the tri-state area, anywhere near Philadelphia, come to the show Saturday, June 23rd, the 5 p.m. or the 8 p.m. You can go to bit.ly forward slash we got Philly 2018. Or go to phillypodfest.com forward slash schedule. You'll find all the info there. Get your tickets while they're still available. Can't wait to see you there. And now, on with the ads. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Everything's Everything's Coming Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode, we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. Homer wearing that golf outfit is so funny. And there's... When he gets super into golf, he's wearing the golf hat in bed. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons. But, I mean, like, you you can't say that about a lot of of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point have been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. I don't think Twitter is the devil. Twitter, what happened? You used to be so fun. People are the devil. Ugh. People people have agendas. You know what? And it's as Captain America has said. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts about this algorithm thing, that it's not a, a chronological timeline. That they're like, oh, you like this thing. Oh, you'll probably like this. Oh, you sort of, uh, you, you like this little bit of vitriol? Here's some more. Yeah. I, and I, then things get nasty. I don't have a problem telling that stuff to go away. I do feel like. How do you get it right, out of your timeline? I just click the, I just click the go away. You know, I follow a. What's the go away? Like there's a little collapsible, like thing, see less 
I'll do that. I also don't have a huge problem with how things are shown to me. Like I'm, I'm just okay. Kind do you, of use, do you use the Twitter app or do you use some sort of a I filter? Use the Twitter app and then okay. on the computer. There's a lot of like tweet bot or whatever. Like, tw- like uh, I use TweetDeck on, TweetDeck. uh, on the lap, on, on my computer, which mm-hmm. is run by Twitter. Twitter oh, okay. acquired it. So it's basically their feed multiple times. So that way I can manage my account and the, mm-hmm. we got this account at the same time. I was wondering who managed that account. That's me. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do, I do all of that except when we were on the boat and then Ken did it. I, uh, I texted Ken the other day. He told me. Yeah. To get the, to get the password for it. Yeah. Because I wanted to, uh, do a little bit of Hal trolling about pretzels. Oh, you, um, sh- you should have reached out he to was, me. Uh, I would have given it to you. <laughs> no, I wanted it to be a surprise oh, to you. I see. For it to come from we got this tweets. The call is coming from inside the house. I would have called Ken and been like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but. I, I do like – to me, I like that feedback a lot more because I'll put out something that mm. I think is funny and then if people like it and it gets shared around, then that feels really good. Like, yeah, that's if – it's, if it's a thing that came out of your brain and then people like it and jump on it and start cracking jokes on it, that's so fun. Yes. I and love that, that. That feels like community. That's like the fun of the t- – like when we were on the boat. And we were roasting your mustache. Mm-hmm. The Cards Against Humanity writers, yes. me and Paul The Cards Against Paul Humanity Sabor. writers, Paul Sabor and Hal Loveland sitting in roast – not literally roasting my mustache. But – Just saying ridiculous thing. I thought it was cool to have a pencil-thin mustache. It was a uh, it was a fez party. It was a fez party. Yeah. It was like a old-timey – look like you're from the Adventurers Club. Yeah. Yeah. But we all like we were all laughing. It was basically live Twitter. Yeah, and you're all yeah, you're all coming up with jokes. Everybody's laughing and enjoying what everybody else is doing. Right. That to me is Twitter at its best, is being able to have conversations and listen to one another, but there is no perfect social media. Right. In that case, Instagram is better because people don't talk as much. And when people don't talk, it's it's better because there's no arguing. But sometimes people right. can argue and come to a an agreement that doesn't right. happen very often on and social media because find it's, it's a shouting match. A, a beautiful thread on uh, you can. which, which uh, going back to the things that I avoid threading. Still not sure how to do it. <laughs> so all of my tweets are standalones. You just re- you just keep replying to yourself. Oh, is that what it is? That's all you have to do. Oh, all right. And then it forms I'm going to try thread. that. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, I I like that. And there are I want to I want to give a little shout out. To some of my favorite Twitter feeds to follow. Um, and I'm specifically, I'm not talking of their great comedians out there. I love all of the comedy feeds, uh, that I follow. Patton is hilarious. Silverman's yeah. hilarious. Yep. Steve Ag is the funniest, crassest, most tersely writ. He's the Hemingway. He's like a dirty <laughs> Hemingway because everything's so short and so perfect. Um, <laughs> But I want to give some shout outs specifically to Instagram feeds of love. Instagram. I mean, not, not Instagram, not Instagram, Twitter feeds. Twitter feeds. Twitter of feeds of love. Okay. Uh, that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I follow Lin Manuel Miranda. All of his tweets come from, he's never argues on there. All of his tweets come from a place of love. Uh, Johnny Sun. Mm-hmm. I love Johnny Sun's tweets. Uh, Hilarious. if you don't know Johnny from, it's, uh, uh, the alien books mm-hmm. or the alien book that he just came out with. Yeah. Jomney son, J O M N Y. Yeah. Um, 
I love that. I love Daily Reminder. Do you follow Daily Reminder? I don't. Daily Reminder is a great one, and it should be in everyone's Instagram feed because all daily Twitter feed. Or I keep saying Instagram. That's because you're in love. Because I'm in love Instagram. with Instagram. Um, yeah, it's 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 a daily reminder. It should be in everyone's Twitter feed because it'll just say things like, "Please remember to take a breath," or "Please remember to eat something that's good for you," or "Please remember to text your friend back." So it's so easy to be scrolling through Twitter and being like, oh, my God, did you hear what Donald Trump said today? Yeah, yeah. And then you get to one that's like, "Um, have you had a glass of water in a while? And it's like, <laughs> oh, I just – I love that. Uh, and another one – and this is not a love one. This is just a great one uh, for me is um, the How Stuff Works feed. Oh, oh man. I've it's not... just cool gifts of things. It's like, hey, love ever it. wonder how a Tumblr lock and key work? Oh, I love here's that. Here's a here's a gif of an exploded view of how a lock works. It's so good. Maybe I have seen that, but maybe I, I if I don't follow it, yeah. I've I definitely. Or do you understand tides? Neither did we till we saw this gif, and you're like, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. But that's your. That's you the kind can... of stuff I, I I pepper in amongst all of the, you know, politics and the, I maybe it's because I love politics so much, right? And following politics on Twitter right now is it's dangerous. It's dangerous because you get a lot of people with you get a lot of Pepe the Frogs yelling you, at you. You both get you get that, and then you get a ton of confirmation yeah. bias. And I egg it on sometimes. Oh, you do. That's it's yeah. very difficult to to approach anything uh, objectively online. It's incredibly mm. difficult. It's even harder to listen and hear. I mean, that's why I will. Shout from the mountaintops that the the work that Dylan Marin has done is with his podcast and how he deals Dylan, with that yeah. is if you don't listen to conversations with people who hate me, then you need to start immediately because mm-hmm. it helps you understand how to at least find common ground with people, even if you fundamentally disagree with one another. Right? How we can move forward and where where the vitriol comes from. It's it's not necessarily the way to deal with every. You know, it's not. Right for all seasons, but you can still, you can curate your experience on any site for it to be what you want it to be. So you have that yeah. ability to do that. I feel like I've curated down pretty well to where I want to be on Twitter. I'm very comfortable there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty comfortable on Twitter. Um, and they ver- they're the only site that's verified me. So they <laughs> me get, <too. laughs> they get it also a huge. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, as a business thing for the job that we have, like once Twitter verified me, I was like, all right, so my job on here is now to provide interesting things for the people that already follow me and try to get more people to follow me. Um, because weirdly in Los Angeles, followers are currency if you're an actor or a comedian. Sure. Which is a weird thing. It is. And so like as a producer, I got to say it's Twitter for me. That's, that's going to jump to the top because just because that's the one that – and this this part of the business stuff sounds pretty distasteful. But like um, when I was looking for agents when I was living in New York, I'd go to an agent and they'd be like, uh, okay, yeah. How many Twitter followers do you have? And I'm like, oh, man. I can't believe this is – this is part of it now. And now apparently it's uh, it's kind of shifting away from Twitter and it's becoming more how many Instagram followers do you have? Right. Um, which is great because we got our blue check marks on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on Twitter. No, I never will. I don't want to give up on Twitter. It's, um, it is a great, 
it's a great conduit for information and right. uh and plus if you just follow comedians the jokes are pretty funny yeah there are tons of really follow funny matt oswalt there. is another great one to follow yeah, is that Pat, Patton's, Patton's brother, brother right? yeah his feed is Puddin, fantastic. Puddin strip isn't that his uh twitter handle i think <laughs> something like that yeah he's uh, very casey st Ange. yes uh, so Casey's funny great. on there and her husband, uh, Matt, is great, mm-hmm. too. It's so easy for us to just sit here and be like, hey, you know who's great on Twitter? Yeah, all these people that we know. Yeah. Um, just go look at – go to our Twitter feeds. Uh, go to our profiles um, and click on who we follow and then – you know, it's like, it's like us recommending them. a, yeah. it's like us recommending a playlist on Spotify. Exactly. Would you call Spotify a social media? Yeah, sort of. It's not I'm really, not, you don't really have I like would, friends. And it stuff wouldn't be on. a contender. YouTube for me is really great, but I think of that more as it's a not way primarily to, a social. It's network. content consumption, it consumption yeah. to me more than, and a platform that levels the playing field mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And we talked about this a little bit in our episode with Andy. Right. Uh, but to me, it comes down to, and Snapchat, the idea of how disposable it is mm-hmm. doesn't really – to me, that takes yeah. it out of the running. Even I feel – Snapchat's great. Yeah. Um, I feel like – and I hate to say this because they just flat out stole it. But I'm like, yeah, if, if Instagram's already got a version of Snapchat on it and all of my buddies are using that, basically yeah. a lot of it is – I think too, uh, where your friends are. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, there are, we are a certain age and there's other generations that have, there's a younger generation that has totally different, um, social media platforms than we have. Not so totally different platforms, but yeah. ways of using them and things that they're focused on. These are the ones that we are focused on. Yes. Um, let's talk about, uh, Google minus. <laughs> Is that still around? <laughs> no. You want to talk about Google Wave? Their, uh, <laughs> that was their earlier one that was supposed Man, to be. Google does some things really well and social media is not one of them. No, they just come up with an idea and then let her rip. Yeah. Their, their best contribution to social media was Hangouts. Yeah. And even that doesn't work so great mm-hmm. all the time. I think their greatest contribution to social media was me periodically getting, uh, messaged the, uh, lmgtfy.com. <laughs> Let me Google that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Yeah. I used it the other day. Yeah. And I like Tumblr too. Tumblr's mm-hmm. a little bit of a mess for me to navigate, but there's lots of yeah. really cool, fun content on there. Well, uh, it certainly it, it helped. Bring Night Vale to prominence, which has mm-hmm. been good for both of Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, but I think it sounds like our, fi- I, would you be okay mm-hmm. with a final three of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Yes. Would you be okay eliminating Facebook? Wow. Bold. Because I think, I think, I think of Facebook as the standard bearer of social media. I do. Why would you, why would you eliminate it? I mean, I gave you my whole rant about my relationship with Facebook. So honestly, I can't speak to that terribly well. I'm very grateful to it and continue to be, even if it were not to win Mm -hmm. that I still, I'm so happy about the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I wish I had started it instead of the page that we had. But again, it was figuring out it's learning. How did, how do you bring something from another platform? Mm-hmm. podcasting onto Facebook mm-hmm. in a way that allows engagement. 
And I and thought that's the group. Uh, yeah, at first I was like, oh, it has to be a page. And then when I got on Max Fun, I think it might have been the My Brother, My Brother and Me group. Mm-hmm. Or just seeing that a lot of the Max Fun podcasts had groups where people were actually talking to one another. Mm-hmm. And that was what I wanted. I didn't want right. a page where we just broadcast out. I wanted to be able to tell sure. people. Having about recently stuff. dipped my toe into it, yeah. into the uh, Facebook group. It's a blast. It blows my mind that we – And everybody's so nice to each other. They're very nice because we're not arguing about anything. It's not about politics or no, religion. No, the only thing we're arguing or, about is your dumb pretzel figure Is my eight. dumb pretzel figure eight. <laughs> if that is the thing that people get worked up about and angry yeah. about there, then, then I that, feel Then like we're doing something good for the world. We have done our job right. times 10. But so why do you want to eliminate it? I think it's – I think it's taken a huge step back with all the Cambridge Analytica stuff, and I don't think it's figured out yet what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. It's better than it was, not as good as it will be, and it feels it fractured. It just got too big too fast. Yeah, I mean, what am I supposed to do there? I don't post there very often at all. Mm-hmm. I just sort of lurk. And that, to me, doesn't feel like the essence of what social media should be. Mm-hmm. If it's really to connect us, then it shouldn't be me – Outside of somebody's house peering in the window because right. I want to see what they're up to. I should be knocking on the door and going inside to hang out with people. And right. I don't know where you to just do that. described, by the way, the way that I deal with social media is like, I'm just going to go look. Sure. That, that's like a, that's, that's, but it's an invitation that. to look because it's been posted. Exactly. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're not like a peeping Tom or anything. Right. You're, but you're a spectator rather than a participant. Mm-hmm. I want to, to me, the best platform is a participant-based platform. And that's what I, that's why I like Twitter, because at some point you, you can be more easily compelled to join the conversation. Mm-hmm. You, you can speak to whoever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. See, I, I, as a, and that can be scary too. It's, it's, that's right. a, with great power comes great responsibility. It is not, I, I don't think it's a perfect platform either. But I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy going on there and joining in a conversation and then hearing back from people. I do more, uh, communicating with my friends on Twitter as a social platform than I do anywhere else. Right. Like I'll put um, something out. If I put out like our podcast had 500 episodes or something like that mm-hmm. on Facebook on my personal profile and people might say congratulations and stuff. For a lot of them, I'm like, I don't know that you ever listened to it before. You're just coming in to say congratulations. And there, mm-hmm. this, so there's something that feels like disconnected there. Right. That they're coming in to say something nice, which I appreciate that they like something or taking the time to congratulate. But I, that might not mean that they're actually engaging. Right. With the thing. See, that's my, it bothers me a little that's bit. my Instagram thing. Is it cause I've, I do social media more as a consumer than a producer. Right. I spend way more time reading, uh, Twitter and, um, and scrolling through Instagram than I do adding to Instagram or writing on Twitter. Probably to the detriment of my career, uh, that I'm doing it in that, in that way. Could be. But or I just, think not detriment, but not helping. Right. Maybe as much as you could. Sure. I think that, I think that we're fine. I think we're narrowing it down and we're finding our winner because when you started talking about this, Additionally, in addition to keeping up with your friends and what they are doing, right. and because people can post pictures on, you know, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use Instagram to post pictures and people can link their Instagram account to their Twitter feed. Right. Um, 
there's also geopolitical implications of Twitter outside of, you know, Donald Trump says something crazy and then people either defend it or go nuts over it. Yeah. Um, the Arab Spring happened because of Twitter. Right. Like, it's not just, it's not just domestic United States, uh, our friends cracking jokes about infinity wars. Right. Um, things like Me Too. Yeah. We're given a big boost by Twitter. Yeah. It's, that is where, that's where I think real, the most important change happens starting on Twitter. It, it does give a very good look at the ability of a group of people gathered in, in, in a united purpose to mm-hmm. get something done, whether it's something as important as Me Too or Arab Spring or something that is less dire to the global stage, but still look at what happened with Brooklyn nine, nine. Yeah. Fox announced it's canceling it. The internet goes nuts. Now it's going to get another season. And now NBC picks it up for 13 episodes, which mm-hmm. is, which is, I, fantastic. I mean, I love the show. It's I was watching show. it when you and Jennifer walked in from the photo shoot that you were doing. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. She's doing the pictures right now. I'm so I excited know, to see it. I know. I'm, I'm excited to see it too. Good. Uh, then can we pick, can we say that it's Twitter? Are you going to? Hold on. <laughs> but to say like that, that, that happened because, at least partially because of, of Twitter in particular. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to find information around because of hashtags. It's a lot easier to search a hashtag on Twitter or Instagram right. than it is on Facebook as well. That's still more muddled because there's so much data and so many people yeah. around the world. Well, look, don't look at me. When I open a Facebook page, the first thing I think is, wow, that's a lot of words and boxes in places that I don't know what they are or where they go or. Yeah. I was told there's a party this weekend. Where's the, where'd the <laughs> events go? There's a Didn't events used to be right up here? But there's a simplicity with Twitter of you scroll up and down on your phone, at least, and everything's on a menu at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, that's app, but still, the general idea, you're scrolling through a timeline. You can send private messages, uh, or you can communicate one-to-many or one-to-one, right. or have a conversation to a group of people. It is public, but it's still, you know, I'm not... If I'm talking to friends, I'm not doing it for anybody else's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, this is where we're talking to one another right now. Yeah. And it's a lot easier. Which sometimes than... is a little weird. It is a little bit it's weird. Like, just text a dude. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to make dinner plan. It'll be like, we haven't seen each other. Right. And then we can start the conversation and then finish DM it. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Finish it on DM or, uh, the way this way you phone. slide into someone's DMs. Yeah. Which is. Such a strange phrase. That is the only phrase for that. Like DMing someone is just called sliding into their DMs, right? Well, yeah, there are people for whom I don't have a phone. Like uh, mm-hmm. Simon, Simon Grimm and I don't have each other's phone numbers, mm-hmm. but we stay in touch via DM yeah, on Twitter. Because you're terrified of a big wrestler having your phone number and coming and killing no, you, right? No, because he didn't give me his phone number. <laughs> I gave him my. I gave him mine. Um, Hal, what's this, the winner? This is all. It's Twitter. Right. World. <laughs> It's Twitter. None of these are perfect. Yeah. None of these are perfect. I'm telling you right now, they all have a ways to go in how people interact with each other. They mm-hmm. need to be cleaned up. We've Humanity learned a lot. Humanity has a ways to go. Exactly. Humanity has a ways to go. We're still learning how to be a global community, which we are. There's no turning back from that. And I think that we're still seeing these these sites and this this way of communicating is still in its infancy. infancy. I mean, really, it's Hal's very drunk. Le- it's less than twenty years old. 
Yeah. At this point, real, like true global social media is even yeah. you younger than that. Remember what cars looked like when they were 20 years into making cars? Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool, but they were falling apart left yeah, and right. Exactly. How many Stutz Bearcats do you see out there now? <laughs> you don't see that many. I'll tell you that. Uh, but for now, Twitter is the best social media platform that there is in terms of connecting people to one another. It's one to many. It's one to one photos, video commentary. But please, if you're going to be on there, be respectful. Mm-hmm. Think for a second before you write what you're going to write and do that yeah. in general. It's everywhere. going to a person's ears. Yeah. Imagine or eyes. Imagine you are face to face with whomever you are addressing mm-hmm. and you will be a little more respectful and the world. And if you do your part, that's all that matters. You be the one that, that does your part. Focus on you. Asked and answered. That's it. Wow. This was a deep one. I know. It's good. We never, we, it's rare that we have a, a, a somber and sober episode. Yeah. I mean, you always have a sober episode. Exactly. I, uh, I'm so- <laughs> every once in a while I do. Once in a while. I'm going to lay on this floor. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to get you some cantaloupe. <laughs> I love cantaloupe. It's the only lie I ever told on that show. I hate cantaloupe. <laughs> but at, at that moment, you enjoyed it, I right? did. You know what? You're not You're allergic right. to it, though. No. I you don't have don't any like food allergies, do you? No. I used to tell people I was allergic to onions because I didn't like them. That's how you get it. Yeah, because I got you a salad. It was no red onions. Yeah. Um, that topic is closed. True. <laughs> we'll talk about red onions next time. Okay. Um, <laughs> there are many more topics to discuss. This will be fun. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets. <laughs> Check out the not at all mentioned maximum fund subreddit. Uh, or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group. Not the what? winner, but a great group, a group of winners. You yeah. are all winners in the big Facebook group. Of winners. Group. I love the new people who come in all the time. You talk about your favorite episodes. You talk about it. You support one another. Please keep being nice to each other. Keep being the best group of people on the internet collected in one place. You go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you as always to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thank you to you, the people of the world. Look, we've spent this whole episode telling you how much we love you. Um, and we mean it from the bottoms and, and all the way to the tops of our hearts. Um, thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. I'm so scared of Facebook. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.